Welcome to the Strangers on the Way podcast, where daily interaction with a stranger can transform your life. We hope today's episode inspires you to meet your own Strangers on the Way. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Strangers on the Way. I am so excited to be introducing you to someone that um, you actually met in episode three. Um, in, in my book, his name was Roy, but his actual name is Ray. I didn't want to um, include his name without asking permission. So this is really who he is, which is super exciting. Um, yes. And I met Ray about five years ago. Um, I quit my job and moved, uh, not moved. I um, went to California for a vacation, went up the North Coast down to the South and checked myself into a hostel in San Diego. And Ray was at the desk and met him there. And um, in a, just a, a matter of a few short days, he changed my life. Uh, right when I asked, or right when we were together um, in the beginning, I, I was getting checked in. I um, said, you know, what do you want to do here? And I said, I want to dance. And he's like, oh, good. I'm, I'm the person that takes people out. And then um, <laughs> from there, uh, I just got to see him um, really, he moved my heart just with the acts of kindness that he did towards people um, across across the city. Um, he bought a girl sunglasses uh, who didn't have sunglasses. Um, we had a bonfire one night on the beach and he made sure everyone had their s'more stuff and um, was, you know, engaged and felt seen. Um, and then one of the last nights we went out for pizza and, or we went out dancing and we had pizza we really wanted pizza at the end of the night and um ray had actually bought a pizza and offered to share it with us and so i was just like wow who is this guy how is he so thoughtful and so it's my joy to introduce you to ray ray want to say hello and just like a little bit about yourself yeah of course and thank you very much for the intro uh lauren uh, ever since that moment on the beach, especially when we're walking by, you've, you've gifted me something and I've kept that with me ever since. And, you know, I share that with my family. I think I may have shared the story, but uh, it's an inflatable kite, the kind of 3D printed kite. And it was something that meant a lot to me, especially when I received it. And then to be put in your book, uh, it was an honor. And, you know, I think uh, from those moments with you, um, I've been you know, doing my best to, to stay the course with that person, who I was and who I am now. Um, and since the bonfire experience that you had, we've actually started a company uh, to kind of create so, those magical moments for people um, that come and visit from all around the world with different backgrounds and, and are going through different things. Um, and rather than stress out about those, uh, you know, we do something really nice and beautiful for them and in hopes that they find the answers that they're looking for. So thank you for having me. Yeah, I love that. It's so fun following up with you like five years later because when I met Ray, I was like, wow, this guy is so creative. He has such a like great perspective. Um, I'd love to hear like this journey to creating your company. So cool. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with, you know, it all started with pandemic. Um, I know a lot of people were affected by, um, you know, we've lost a lot of lives. Rest in peace to those who we did lose. Uh, I personally lost an uncle. To that. Um, and with that, you know, the world was kind of put in this pause mode. Um, and I looked at the opportunity uh, to do something, right? My brother just finished college and most college students, when they're done and they graduate, they walk and they have the whole world ahead of them. Uh, and unfortunately, in this case, uh, he couldn't walk. Uh, he was able to graduate, but we didn't know what the world was um, 
in store for us. So we decided to do something crazy. And I, I told him, come to San Diego. And, you know, I have this idea. We're going to start a business. I didn't know what I was going to do, <laughs> but I knew that, you know, having him come down here uh, and reassuring him that it was going to be okay, that, you know, uh, we we're going to sort this out. Um, he, he jumped on board and a couple of weeks later he was here. Uh, as soon as I got off the phone call with them, I, I'm like, what am I going to do? And, you know, I looked into the corner and I saw the bonfire pit that we had and I was like, all right, we'll just do this. Um, you know, we'll just do bonfires and, and create these magical moments uh, like we created for you and our guests at that time. And, and we're like, you know, a lot of people don't realize how special that is. And because, you know, we did it all the time. I, I started to forget how special something like that was just to be able to sit there and enjoy God's work um, his painting of a beautiful sunset and, you know, just being able to sit there and truly enjoy that. So, um, he showed up and, and, you know, we started game planning and we started listening to some of the issues that our community had relating to these types of bonfire experiences. Um, and then we modeled our company after that. Yeah. So it was a, it was a beautiful beginning to why it started through, some really dark and sad and scary moments. We were able to build a very beautiful company um, with my family, with my brother uh, and do it from here in San Diego where I started and, you know, where you came and, you know, it flourished and it's been flourishing ever since. That's so wild. Um, what are some of your favorite moments from the, like the beginning days when you were hosting bonfires and any like stories that stand out or, um my my whole book's about strangers any fun incidences of strangers ah yeah so we have a ton of them um i think some of the biggest moments that we've had was just one just figuring it out we didn't know what we were doing uh business wise right we're like how do we figure this out um and then Slowly but surely, we started kind of putting the pieces together and some of these magic moments where we get a lot of, you made my dreams come true. And we're taken back by that. We're like, wow, like, because we, we, we just kind of really didn't realize. And then they started sharing. We had multiple people share their stories of, you know, I've dreamt of coming to California and watching a baseball game or going to the beach and enjoying a bonfire on the beach and watching the sunset, right? And we're like, wow, I because it's right there, like, to us, like these are magical moments, but to other people, it's their dream moment. Yeah. And the more and more we started doing these events, the more and more we're like, you know, we're like these dream makers um, without even knowing it, without even trying to do that. Right. We just, I was just wanting to do something with my brother to help him get through a very dark moment. Um, he also lost his father. I, I didn't mention that, but he lost his father during the pandemic to another tragic incident. Um, yeah. So he was like lost and alone uh, at a college and with no idea what the future was in store for him. So, you know, for him to come and, and be able to be here and be a part of creating these magical dreamlike moments for people was, uh, was probably the most gratifying thing we could have pulled from this experience. Wow. That's so powerful for, for your brother, obviously not to speak for him, but I know as you're walking through grief, um, a way to process it is like to dive in and, and help others. Do you feel like, um, I guess, what did his process look like as he was building this with you, like building something new? Uh, that's a great question. And I know that after speaking with him several times, you know, um, I feel confident in what I'm going to say, but he, he understood that he was still being supported and watched by his dad 
right? And he wanted to live his life in a way that he was going to make him proud and that he wasn't going to get the the loss of his father wasn't going to destroy everything he's been creating uh, and working so hard for. And even, I mean, the world coming to a screeching halt, um, you know, wasn't going to stop him from achieving what he was, you know, meant for. And that's just, you know, creating these, these, these magical moments for people and helping them and supporting them through these dark times, because we get a lot of those too. You know, people come out here and yes, they are celebrating, they are on vacation. They want to create these things, but usually we get these big groups and there's always one or two people that are going through something very difficult and showing up to some of these experiences that we have surrounded by people that they care about. And then it's such a unique experience that we're creating. Um, and then they learn how they're giving back by choosing our company, how they're supporting the community, how they're supporting the environment. It makes them feel good being a part of this. And at moments definitely uplifts them out of these very depressed um, states of mind. So as my brother started to see that, um, his efforts on to building a company to working late night and into early hours of the morning. Cause we're out there, you know, we work in the evening um, definitely helped him. Um, one, not take his mind off it, but you know, use his time to really grieve in the moment and being out there and being physical uh, on the beach and being able to be out under the stars and the cold evenings and the warm nights. Um, you know, I think it helped him get through um, if, as opposed to just kind of sitting around and working for someone else. He's working for himself, right? He's part owner of the company. So he's working for himself. I think it would have been different if he would have had to gone and work for somebody else and, you yeah. know, the nine to five job after all that. So, yeah, so powerful. Um, you had shared how you guys, you know, connect with community and give back. And, and, you know, we were talking before you mentioned some, some cool community events. I'd love to hear like how those came to be and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So we understood that as these things started to change, what we're providing is a premium service, but not everyone could afford that. We're well aware, obviously, my brother being a college student. Um, so what we decided to do, rather than decrease the value of our services, uh, we're gifting um, our services. Uh, and in exchange, all that we ask is that you come out that you get to learn about our community, about better beach business practices, and then also clean it up. Um, through that, we're able to unite our community of uh, all backgrounds, all religions, all you know facets of life. Uh, they come out and they experience a beautiful yoga session. Uh, they clean up the beach. And then um, as our gift to them, we donate a beach bonfire experience absolutely free. We support all the s'mores and all the fruit. Uh, and they just kind of really bring everyone together. Um, and that was our way of uh, strengthening our community, but then also being able to save them some money, right? Like if every month you come out and you clean up our environment, you get to enjoy this with a bunch of other very beautiful people who want the same thing, which is strong community ties and then also a safe and healthy uh, beach community environment. So powerful. I love that. And um, you shared that you've done some advocacy um, work with the local government. How did that come about? Um, what was the process like? I love it. I love that you're an advocate for uh, yeah, changing some laws and things, ordinances. Yeah. So uh, once we first started the company, we didn't really know what some of these laws were. And soon we found out that most of the <laughs> uh, county and city offices also didn't know. Uh, there was some information that was really outdated. I think it was back in the 40s and 50s. Uh, some of the things have been changing. And the vocabulary was just really all over the place. Um, so what we started to find out was locals and visitors alike were 
kind of up in the air. Like, what, what do we do? How do we figure it out? One department had one answer. Another one had the other. And we were like, you know what? We're going to put it on our backs to go figure this out, to, to clear some of these um, questions up and then to, to get a better answer on how we could really enjoy as a community. Uh, and through that, it just, it, it took from the very beginning stages was where do we start? And uh, I asked around and said, have you gone to your local town council meeting? And I thought that was so powerful because most of the people that we see and we, you know, here on TV, we've never met them. You know, we, we don't see them. We don't feel their, their words when we're, when we're there. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a popularity contest. I feel at a certain point. So I was like, you know what, that, that's great. So I attended my first town council meeting ever and I, I loved it. I was like, wow, you're getting information. You get passionate people and, you know, whether you agree with them or not, they're there and they're there to improve the well-being of our community. Uh, and there's several. So then I started attending one and then the other and then so on. And they started getting to recognize individuals and then their, their goals for our community as well. And then we started partnering up and cleaning up our community. And then through that, it was just like, okay, so then what are the issues with the current laws of the municipal codes? And then over the course of a year and a half, uh, we were part of the team, uh, a big team, but we were part of the team that spearheaded the change uh, to make some of these uh, updates that are, you know, again, super outdated. And it took about a year and a half and and we had a small win uh, not too long ago. They they made those updates. Uh, those updates are going, have been uh, implemented now. So they went in effect about a month ago. And, you know, now I'm seeing personally our beaches get cleaner. I'm seeing personally people are like supporting it. Like it's been a long time coming. We're glad that somebody finally stepped up to do this because uh, we've been waiting a long time uh, for this to happen. And, and I think now that we're rolling into this beautiful summer, uh, 2023, um, not only are we going to have a positive impact on our community, but we're going to have a much better positive impact on our environment. So powerful. That's amazing. So what would you say to, let's say someone's listening of any age um, that like sees something like this or like a barrier in the community and the laws, the ordinances, like what would you tell them as a first step? I know sometimes like big change like that seems um, like it's too much for us or one person, but like in your case, you guys stuck with it and it took a year and a half, but it came through and you're like celebrating a win, you know, from the past month, like what would you say to encourage someone who is coming up with some roadblocks maybe? Um, yeah. Any advice that you'd give? That's a great question. Uh, I know that when I first started, it was, who do I speak to about this? It was my first question. And then I started realizing that um, I needed to have my action plan, right? What is it that I want to accomplish, right? What is my ultimate goal? My ultimate goal was to, figure out how I could host these beautiful events for these beautiful people. And then I started looking into the departments. Um, and I know that, you know, we could get, it starts to get more complex after that. But I think the very beginning was, what is your why? Why are you doing this? Why are you reaching out to the Parks and Recs Department? Why are you so passionate um, that you would be willing to walk to the local fire station um, and knock on the door with your mask on at the time? And, and ask for, you know, who do I speak to about this? Who can give me some more information? That took a lot of courage um, because I think a lot of people these days are, are disconnected from our city services. They're disconnected from the organizations that are kind of out here doing the things that need to be done in order for us to enjoy clean beaches and in order for us to enjoy empty trash cans, in order for us to enjoy 
our bus services and our public transportation. And once we really started looking into that, it was, what is your why? Why are you doing this? And who you could speak to? And then that's where I started looking online and sending that email. The first, even though the email wasn't perfect, send an email <laughs> uh, and then get the ball rolling. Uh, and walk up to that fire station, you know, say hello to the police officer. I know that we've been disconnected a lot from, you know, what we see on the media um, with our local departments. And, and it is a sad thing, but not everyone's like that. And if you have the courage and you have a strong why, um, it's going to take you a long way. If that why is bigger than more than just you, um, then I think you're going to, you're going to have the courage and the strength and the endurance, uh, both mentally and physically, uh, spiritually to to reach your goals um and my why is all encompassing it's uh it's it's more than just me it's more than just my family um it's my it's my community and my world that i live in and and that's where i took it so find your why find a local department and go say hello send that email yeah oh i love that i was telling ray i was like i feel like you're gonna be mayor but um, you're, you're, it's amazing because you're, you're making change without even the title. So that's so incredibly powerful. But I just, I just feel like your heart is like who I want in office. Um, that's so powerful. Um, I, was just, I was just reminded of when I first met you, we took a walk on the beach and I, I just quit my job and I was in transition and I was so nervous about um, what was coming next and just the unknown of the future. And I remember you had told me you know, this time is a gift um, where you actually get to decide like what you want to do. And I just think it's so powerful that you um, are doing it. One of the things you told me too, is like you wanted to lead um, a hostel and mm -hmm. you're doing it. Yeah. Like it's so neat to watch you five years later doing that. Um, and then also running a business. It's just, um, it's amazing. Like, it's just incredible. Like you're, you're going after your dreams. Anything you want to say about the hostel experience? Um, anything you've gleaned from that and leadership? I just think it's fascinating how people come together from all over the world um, and you get to meet, yeah, like you said, beautiful people. Yeah, I think uh, if you haven't already experienced a hostel, I highly recommend it. Um, it's, I knew that when I moved to San Diego, I wanted to learn about the hostel industry and the business industry alone. But I had a passion for the hostel industry when I visited Spain. After that, I met some amazing people. I was like, wow, look, I started realizing it was about community. It was about these bonds and these friendships that you're going to create. And I knew that the hostel would be a perfect opportunity to do that. I I knew that it's also an outdated model and I want to learn everything I could to bring it forward, just like we did with the beach bonfire experiences. Um, and I started here and I've had a lot of ups and a lot of downs. And the one thing that I could pull from it was at my lowest moments, I still had that community, that group of people that were rooting me on, even if they were quiet and even if they were going through their things, they were still rooting me on. And it also presented me with an opportunity to bring my family in. My brother actually works here too. So the reason we're able to do this is because, you know, I worked really hard for the management team to be like, Hey, uh, you know, if you want to bring your brother along, uh, he has to do all this stuff, but uh, I think it's a great idea. And that also in, in you know, strengthen my why because, you know, um, not only is he, I get to work with him on a daily, he's out there right now, <laughs> uh, but I get to work with him daily. I get to see him. I get to break bread with him. Um, I get to work on this business. I get to laugh and cry with him all here. Uh, we're located right next to the beach, which is super healthy for, you know, 
as you know, the spirit and just the mind and everything. And, and, you know, that, that walk from our nice little location that we checked out when we were walking, we also saw dolphins. And I think that was part of another really a special moment because it's a different type of nature that we're not used to. And for it to happen so organically and naturally, that's when I think that moment really clicked for you and for me having that walk, because, you know, I, I saw that there's more to this world than just our nine to five. There was more to this world than just, you know, you know, making it to the end of the day and then hoping for the weekend and then, you know, dreading the weekday again. Right. And, you know, I was there um, prior to the hostel and through the hostel and being able to kind of share these experiences and start, you know, doing these bonfires in the beginning and then transforming that into something more for the community. Um, I wouldn't have been able to do what I do if it wasn't for the hostel opportunity. And for that, I'm super grateful, not just for my decision to be a part of this, right. But then also for the owners and the management team to continue to support me um, this entire time. And, you know, if I wasn't here, and you know, didn't get that shot, would it have meant you? And we wouldn't have that great and special moment that changed the trajectory of our lives for the better. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, so good. Um, just as we wrap up, I think looking back on the pandemic, it, it like ravaged people, you know, grief, um, it, it isolated people. I'm just so moved by how you have like brought community together, brought your family together. Um, what would you say to people that I feel like in some ways we're just coming back into community and like taking risks and things like that. Um, what would you say just to encourage listeners as we as we wrap up, um, as they just continue to move forward um, out of this into like our new our new life? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of it is going to be just do it for the right reasons, you know, do it for the reasons that, you know, that your intentions are right. Um, you know, once we started opening back up and we started integrating ourselves back into the community, I think there was a lot of people that were doing things for the wrong reasons. And those people, you know, uh, in the end, you know, were unsuccessful. And I think that the reason why we were successful is because my, my intention with all this and my purity was for the right reasons. It was to help others. It was to create moments, um, because, you know, for the longest time we had really bad ones. And even if that one small 20 minute walk from the beach can change your life, I mean, to me, it's worth it. To me, all the sacrifice and everything that I did and everything that I missed out on, which I wasn't supposed to miss out on, um, you know, I don't think back to it. I think a lot of it was just do it for the right reasons. Do good, be good um, has been a mantra of mine for, for a long time. And it's just, you know, um, I was raised in a certain way. And so was my brother. And I think that, you know, my mom is the same. I'm just like my mother. She, she does it for the right reasons. She, she gives selflessly. And, you know, if I could fill any little bit of her shoes, I think I've been successful because that woman is, is everything to me. And I think that um, if people are listening out there really find their why they do it for the right reasons and their intentions are good, you know, not just success in business and in life will happen, but I think success within you is going to grow and, and you're going to be a much happier person um, throughout your life. So mm. I think that's my message to everyone. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, listeners, if you're in San Diego, check out Blue Light Bonfires. I'll um, I'll post the uh, handle in in the, the notes, show notes. And Ray, thank you so much. It's such a joy to just see what you're doing to hear your heart. And um, I just hope many, many other people get to encounter you in their lives. You're the best. Thank <laughs> you.